Send it rising live, your live show for amazing social media content. Today we're talking about the metaverse and Facebook's new glove that they just released and a bunch of other very interesting things. But let's start with that main story of the day, Facebook's freaky new glove. This is from Vox.com. Reality Labs is working on clothing that helps you feel things in the metaverse on Tuesday afternoon, Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook, made a supposedly exciting announcement, a glove, but not just any glove. It's a haptic glove lined with tiny motors that use bursts of air to mimic the sense of touch. And it looks like a wearable nightmare. <laughs> so air, apparently is what is going to get us to feel like we are in a space that is not real. So this glove obviously is not something you can purchase right now, but uh, it turns out that is going to begin to get us to start feeling things in the uh, in the uh, metaverse. So there are electroactive actuators that quickly inflate tiny air pockets on the fingers and palm of the glove, the actuators are like little motors that, that, that can create the sensation of pressure, um, which is touch, that's it. So the idea is that if you can fit a th thousands of these into the glove and combine the sensations with visual input, well then, there you go, you're feeling things. Um, Meta is not the first one to have done this sort of thing. There are uh, other folks that have played in this um, space. Many have created haptic vests and pants, and they're actually uh, suits that have uh, that look like Marvel um, superhero costumes that are out there. But um, VR being something that is really pushing forward and with 3 billion users, Zuckerberg obviously with the name change is very interested in uh, getting into haptic clothing. According to the article, uh, MetaQuest hand tracking technology does collect and store data about your movements. Of course, they're going to track your movements. That's wild. That's crazy. Um, yeesh. This might seem innocent enough, according to the article, if you're playing around the popular VR game Beat Saber in your living room, it's much more concerning uh, when, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if they're tracking your movements, and I'll just put it out there. Let's say you meet someone online. It could be, could be a little funky. Anyway, um, the haptic glove, it's out. In other news, uh, Meta goes into lockdown. This is from TheVerge.com. Um, last month, a researcher for Meta prepared a talk for colleagues that they knew would hit close to home. The subject was how to cope as a researcher when the company you work for is constantly receiving negative press. This is very interesting to me. Um, because uh, at the end of the day, um, I'm reminded of a play that my brother wrote called Moderation, where basically some dude just goes off the edge. He works at some social media um, company, and it's his job to look at the worst of humanity all day, every day. And so, you know, with all this negative press that Facebook is getting, it used to be, I mean, five years ago, even two years ago, um, Facebook was seen as sort of this glorious, can do no wrong, amazing um, social media network company to work for. And now if you work from Facebook, everyone goes, ugh, gross. Um, and uh, the salaries are the same. I mean, you're still making ludicrous amounts of money. You're successful by pretty much every um, every measure. But uh, yeah, with that negative press, it's not, uh, not the best 
um, kind of coffee talk, you know what I mean? So according to the article, the talk had been approved to show at the company's annual research summit for employees in early November, but shortly before the event, Meta's legal and communication department determined that the risk of the contents leaking were too great. So it disappeared from the research summit's agenda days before, along with another pre-taped talk describing efforts to combat hate speech and bullying. Um, yeah, pretty rough. So uh, back to Frances Haugen and her leaks. I mean, it's just tough to work at, uh, at Facebook. Um, according to the article, one of the core company values uh, shared with new employees who join Meta is, quote, be open. <laughs> quote, informed people make better decisions and make a greater impact. So we work hard to ensure that everyone at Facebook can access as much information about the company as possible. Yeah, okay, whatever. Be open. It's so funny. It's like uh, Google's do no evil. You know what I mean? They eventually get rid of these things, but they, uh, they play with them for a while. I don't know, man. Um, I just, I, I feel like working on Facebook is a little bit of rough around the edges. I mean, it could be, you know, 10 years from now that it's seen similar to working for like a tobacco company. Um, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, you know, Bo Burnham is quoted as saying, you know, doctors who smoked 50 years ago might be like therapists who use Twitter today. I don't know. We see Facebook announces the removal of thousands of ad targeting categories relating to sensitive topics. Facebook is taking more steps to align with evolving practices privacy regulations by removing a swath of detailed ad targeting options. This from socialmediatoday.com that relates to potentially problematic issues and causes. Facebook explains, quote, starting January 19th, 2022, we will remove detailed targeting options that relate to topics people may perceive as sensitive, like uh, referencing causes, organizations, or public figures that relate to health, race, or ethnicity, political affiliation, religion, or sexual orientation. To me, this is Facebook capitulating to people hating them very, very much. Um, and so this idea that you can target anyone on Facebook is sort of disappearing. I mean, I get that, you know, if you're a small business owner, which is where they get the most, of, where they get a vast majority of their money is from, you know, businesses advertising, obviously, and a lot of those are small and mid-sized businesses. Um, they don't care. They're not, they're not trying to, uh, you know, target off race or ethnicity or political affiliation. They're looking for someone who needs plumbing. You know, they're looking for someone who'd like to buy a dress. They're looking for someone who needs a, an accountant. I mean, the small business economy is by and large just boring and mundane. You know, like, would you like life insurance? It's this sort of stuff, you know. And then the stuff that gets Facebook in so much trouble is what I just mentioned. Religion, sexual orientation, political affiliation, that sort of thing. But most people are not targeting that way. Does that make sense? I mean, the vast majority of money that's spent on Facebook is done by small and mid-sized businesses. And they don't touch things like race or ethnicity. Why would they? They don't touch things like political affiliation. It does not matter to them. They don't touch things like religion or sexual orientation. They are looking for clients um, and customers. You know, like think like a local restaurant. They don't care. It makes no difference. Um, and so Facebook obviously had all this targeting because they have all the data in the world. But now they're realizing that it's not worth it uh, to fight those fights. So. According to the article, in other words, you won't be able to target your ads based on topics like World Diabetes Day or health causes, nor will you be able to hone in on elements related to sexual orientation, political beliefs. Well, that is interesting that you wouldn't be able to do things for like World Diabetes Day. That's a little silly to me. I don't, I don't see why that would be something that they would shut down, but whatever. Big corporations, they make their decisions, right? Um, right now, when you look to target an audience interested in, say, politics, you have various um, things like uh, politics and social issues, likely engagement with U.S. political content conservative, likely engagement with U.S. political content liberal, 
um, opposition. Yeah, there's a bunch of different political options now, but apparently that is not going to be something in the future. Um, apparently, according to the article, under the EU's more stringent consumer data protection laws, the GDPR, which you may have heard of, Facebook technically can't legally target users based on these parameters without explicit consent. So um, governments, you know, they still are powerful. I've made the argument many times that uh, Facebook and other global institutions like them are more powerful than governments, but it turns out that uh, that may not necessarily be true um, if they capitulate. Um, but uh, I think long-term, these global institutions are gonna give governments run for their money for sure. Oh, I'm drinking some tea, it's so good. Drink tea, it has L-theanine in it, it's very good for you. Instagram tests new take a break feature to encourage users to limit time on the app. Instagram, according to social media today, is testing a new uh, user well-being option called take a break which enables users to set reminders to take some time away from the app. So these sorts of things are pretty interesting because obviously Instagram has um, a lot of incentive to keep people on the app. They want people to, um, you know, enjoy the content so they can sell ads. Um, and this sort of thing I feel like is a PR option to kind of say, hey, look, you know, you should, you should switch it off. Um, Exactly. So right here, the article says, but maybe this is more valuable as a PR exercise in response to the claims that Instagram can be harmful to users. So basically what they can say is when they're testifying in front of Congress and they go, you know, this kid in Ohio did some horrifying thing, or there was this suicide or just these tragic events that transpire. Um, they'll just say, oh yes, but we have this timer. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just one of those things um, at the end of the day, according to this dude. New study shows that 25% of all Twitter users produce 97% of all tweets. This is kind of the 80-20 rule, but uh, a little bit amped up. Um, yeah, so 25% of users produce all the content. A new study by Pew Research has once again underlined the dominance of the few rule on social media. That's so true. So um, I think when social media um, sites first get out there, you've got a lot of users, um, very few creators. The creators get very popular and then you get to that about 20 25 percent of the totals that are users or that are creators sorry and um they produce most of the content and then those people enjoy that content um and uh, so 75 percent of the people just don't really produce much content um so this is happening in TikTok right now according to the article although the top 25 percent of users produced the overwhelming majority of tweets within the study period Original tweets made up just 14% of their posts. By contrast, roughly 80% of tweets from this group are either direct retweets or replies to other tweets. Replies and retweets similarly make up the majority of posts from less active tweeters as well. So 82% of tweets from all users are replies and retweets, not original posts. So yeah, you get it. Um, Twitter, what can I say? Jack Dorsey has a lot of money. Let's recap. Um, we got Facebook's new freaky glove. Um, we're going to see haptic, um, taken over. It's going to be very, very expensive and then it will be less expensive. Um, there are a lot of people that are thinking about, you know, uh, running around pretending your link and uh, enjoying, you know, Hyrule with your sword and bow. And that's very cool. There's volleyball, there's sports. And then there's, you know, the stuff that you're thinking and that I'm not saying out loud that people are uh, looking to make a lot of money on as well so facebook uh, is not the first into the haptic realm but uh we shall see if they become the dominant player meta goes into lockdown yeah that's because that uh, if you work at facebook nowadays you may not be holding your head as high as you once did facebook uh, facebook announcing the removal of thousands of ad targeting categories um they're just getting beat up 
the governments are winning some of these fights and they are capitulating. Instagram testing a new ticket break feature. Yeah, so they that, that they can say that we're doing something about it. That's all it really feels like to me. And then uh, most people on Twitter produce, excuse me, a small group of people on Twitter uh, produce most of the content. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for today. Send it rising live. Good times. YouTube.com forward slash send it rising. If you want to join us for the live show, 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, iTunes, Spotify, and a bunch of other platforms, you can join us as well. Thanks so much. We'll see you all next time. Bye for now.